California goes. The legal team of Touched by a Podcast has determined that the singing of Ben is inappropriate and could cause legal action. So shut the fuck up. Okay. Welcome to Touch by a Podcast. Um, I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm breaking the law, Ben. All right. <laughs> don't go break in my law. Please uh, don't. <laughs> anyways, uh, today we are talking haunted hotels of California. Um, so get ready to be spooked. Gnarly, bruh. Hang, hang 10. Yeah, you got, you oh, got yeah. You beat me to it. Because I'm Man, a ghost. <laughs> hey, Matt, why don't you tell them what we're drinking today? It's a beer. All right. Good job. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, it's another one. So, Pontoon Brewing. We, how, I know we've done time. Is it? I was going to say, I feel like it's the third one. Thank you, Pontoon. We love you. Yeah. Um, sponsor us. It is called. <laughs> yeah, please sponsor us. We need ads. Uh, spare ads out here. Please. Uh, these spare ads. Uh, spare ads? It's another uh, Georgia Brewing Company. Staying local again. Um, we try. Uh, it's called Something Strange, and it's probably the best can I've ever seen. It's, you know, as close to Slimer as they can get without getting sued. <laughs> Being shot by, you know. Beer cannons, um, basically shooting in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters, again, as close to as a Ghostbuster as they can get without being sued. Um, and yeah, it's a double unfiltered IPA. So this should be, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, let's see now, I guess. Oh, Sandy Springs. Damn, they're really close. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. It's a big can. Let's give this a shot. Oh, 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 that's good. It's better than the last one. <laughs> that is better than the last one. That's mm. not as bitter as I was expecting it yeah, to be. Yeah, li- like, likewise. Dude, man, you're you're over two on that whole. Y'all are gonna hate this double up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, yeah, whatever. It's a. Uh, oh, that's a nice tall boy. I'm excited about that. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Well, after oh. after Bang is done choking. Um, I'm all right. I think Can't he's gonna handle the ecto. He's gonna kick us off <laughs> on this. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> God. Oh. Ah. What is happening? Oh. Um, he's gonna kick us off on this little tour of haunted California hotels. So let's start off with the Napa River Inn. You're in Napa. In Napa, I don't know if it's Napa Valley, but just Napa, California. Um, most people head there because it is the heart of wine country, um, right outside of. I believe outside of San Francisco, usually where people will go after, you know, you go to San Francisco, do all the San Francisco stuff, and then you go to um, Napa Valley to go get some wine. And escape the homeless. Yes, there's so many homeless people in San Francisco. So, uh, stories have abounded for years that the former um, Hat Mill building, now the site of the Napa River Inn, is haunted. Um, It used to be a warehouse and feed store, and now 
course, it's a luxury hotel. Um, was it haunted by a horse? That, that was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> How did that horse get in here? I don't get know. Get out of here, horse. Oh, boy. That was so good, this right? This is in a barn. <laughs> I think you're lost. So Captain Hat, um, who they said is one of the, is who it's, um, the Hat Mill building is named after, um, they had six children. 1884, they purchased the Napa Ra- River land from William Coombs and built the Hat Building, which is what this place used to be. Right. Um, let me see here. So the first ghost sightings that they say were visions of a woman, a woman in a white dress who seems to be searching, looking for someone. It might have been Margaret so much. Um, Was it her drunk husband? Her just <laughs> <laughs> I had too much wine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, where's that damn man of mine? I'm a ghost. Ooh. <laughs> I are ghost you, things. Are you drinking wine again? No. Um, yeah, but it says uh, Margaret, who I believe is the wife, so much love, so much in love with her husband, perhaps trying to stop him from taking his life. Um, that was the first ghost that we heard about. Lockman admits to unusual occurrences that she can't explain. Strange things, strange things happen. In one room, a guest complained that someone kept turning off the fireplace, I mean, and the room got very cold. Happened? Oh, something strange. Was it in the neighborhood? And it don't look good? Ah. Uh, who are we going to call? Napa so, Valley Inn. <laughs> so I'm seeing Captain Albert Hat Jr. is a ghost. Yeah. That's there. That's been seen by the guests and the staff. Yeah. They've also seen Robert Kig. Keeg? Keeg. Keeg? Mm-hmm. It was another. So it's all owner. these former owners. Former what owners happened? Former there? sons of the original owner. Yeah, which was the junior. That was somewhat earlier. And then um, Margaret, the woman dressed in yeah. white, that was the wife mm-hmm. of. Um, well, no, no, not the wife because Captain had married Alma. Um, Margaret folks. was one of the children who died in 1906. Oh, not no, not no, ghost no. children. Take that back. My bad. Wow. It is a ghost. Man. It is a ghost child. No, no. She Margaret married the son of Captain Hat, and then died in 1906. Okay. So it was a it was a child in law, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Why are all the women in white? Like, why are they always in white dresses? Well, no, that's not, I've seen. Uh, I've seen no always. I've, I've seen gray ladies. <laughs> Those have been on there too. Gray ladies and um, that was just a bad camera. Well, <laughs> I think there's been a blue lady. I don't know. Devil in a blue dress. Red lady in red. Mm. Um, okay, so are you telling me there's ghost children here? So it's not a child though. It's it's a woman. It was just a you know the daughter-in-law of Captain Hat. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a it's a strong haunted hotel unless there's at least a couple of children running around. Because I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but that, that's the creepiest thing in the world. Oh, like yeah. the little ghost kids. So. Definitely, you start shouting "ghost kids." I'm putting that up at the top of the list as, a, as one of the top haunted hotels. I'll still go, and I want to go, but it definitely piques my interest more when you know I'm going to have nightmares leading up to and while I'm there and after, and probably be scarred for life when a little kid says, "Come play with us." Mm-hmm. No thanks. Yeah, so a lot of it really just seems like you know the general nuisance type things that you see at a hotel, turning off the AC. Turning on oh, the AC. That. <laughs> I'm messing my AC. <laughs> Run my bill. I'll up. Exercise your ass. <laughs> How dare you? Said the Travel Channel has been there. They've until so after they had the Travel Channel there, that was when visits really shot up because people wanted to come in and see things. And 
I guess, you know, so room 208 is directly above Sweetie Pies where Captain Hat reportedly hung himself. So that seems to be a popular room that people would want to stay in. I, I don't know if I want to stay in a room where somebody, you know, killed themselves, but... That's kind of the point if you're yeah. going to yeah, go, yeah, like, so, look yeah. for a ghost, you kind of want to go where he died at. It's usually where they they hang around. I wonder what this Sweetie Pies place is. So that sounds... Delicious. Like, it could be, sounds like, overrated. either a really good dessert place or a strip club. Mm. No in-between? No in-between. No in-between. No. <laughs> Couldn't be just a little cafe. I guess it could. But so there be, is an in between. I hope it's a You're good a fucking cafe. Liar. That'd be a really good cafe, though. You know. <laughs> but yeah, so they operated <laughs> the family store. The Keek family operated the Napa Mill feed store until 1974. Um, and that was a little after that is when it became the hotel. Um, so as far as, you know, hauntings, this isn't very high on, you know, the scale of a ton of hauntings. They've only got really one ghost, you know, to fame and then a bunch of other nuisance ghosts. But the woman in white, uh, Margaret, the um, wife of the daughter, in, uh, the daughter in law of Captain Hall seems to be the main ghost that haunts there. Hat. Hat. Hat man. Right. Hat man. Is that a thing? I don't know. Mm. Makes me think of odd job. I think Hatman, I think, is actually... I'm thinking of uh, South Park, but never mind. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, Napa River Inn, sitting there on the river. Not too much to that one. So let's take a look next at what seems to be interesting. I'm I'm particularly interested in this Chateau Marmont. Marmont, Just because of uh, who supposedly haunts there. That's um, one of the favorites of mine, one of my favorite... Um, actor slash comedians. Who? Bill Burr? <laughs> no, no, no. He's not <laughs> dead. <laughs> uh, are you sure? Uh, John Belushi. John Bel- Now that's. I didn't know I you were a big him. John Belushi fan. Yeah, he's he's a legend. To some. Really? Many. I'm not the biggest fan. I didn't think he was that great. You're a jerk. I am. <laughs> Which one was he again? The Animal Ch- House. Yeah, Animal House. Chuck Blue's brother. Oh, he was in Blues Brothers. Yeah. Okay. I actually watched the SNL skit the other day where they were, it was like Land Jaws, and he plays uh, the science guy, uh, the scientist. It's awesome. The marine biologist. You should check it out. Look it out. It's it's, it's pretty funny, especially for that that time period, which I don't yep. usually get a lot of laughs out of. But it was it was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he died of a drug overdose there in Bungalow Three. Um, he was mixing heroin and cocaine. That's not living the life. That's never good. An upper and a downer. I mean, like, and even just not to go too far off, but I mean, so at this place, Britney Spears smeared food on her face. John Bonham drove a motorcycle through the lobby. Um, apparently, a lot of crazy things happened. Howard Hughes spied on women women sitting poolside. Um, F. Scott Fitzgerald had a heart attack <laughs> um, in the front of the hotel. James Dean, who you mentioned earlier, jumped through one of the windows. What? Did I mention James Dean? Maybe before? Yeah, before. I don't remember that. Before not, he's not on, yeah. James Dean. Um, so yeah, that's it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy Yeah, but it's it's a hotel in Hollywood. Like I would expect crazy shit to happen at any <laughs> yeah. hotel in Hollywood. <laughs> Plus that's, the people you named, I'm assuming, you know, they would do that in any hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. That that does make sense. Britney Spears had a nervous breakdown. What are you talking about? Just another day in Hollywood. Um so, are they saying that it's, it's haunted by John Belushi? Yeah, so um, 
apparently one little boy um, who had no knowledge of the death or of who Belushi even was claimed to have seen him in the bungalow during his family stay and was able to pick him out out of a selection of photographs. I was about to ask, how was he going to know who he was? Yeah. So he didn't know who he was. He just, he, he saw him and then they showed him photographs to find out who, like if it was him, he just gave a lineup and he picked him out of the lineup as that that was the person. They say that uh, in Bugalo 3, there's just a a feeling of his presence and people won't look in the mirror. Like they're afraid to look in the mirror. So Hmm. I don't know. I mean, part of that is, you know, if you think something's haunted or you're in a room and you think it's haunted, or even if you don't, you just watch a scary movie or something and then, and it had to do with mirrors or something, chances are you're not gonna look in the mirror. Either you're just not, you're gonna have that feeling like, I ain't fucking looking in that mirror. Nope, right. I ain't looking behind me. That's why people cover, like kids cover their faces in blankets when they're scared in the at dark. Like, what's a thin layer of blanket gonna do? Absolutely nothing. You just won't see but, it. But, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. You don't wanna see it, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's only, really only haunting I've seen about the, Chateau Marymount. So of some people think Marilyn Monroe, Howard Hughes. She gets around. Yeah, she does. Man. In life and in death. Howard Hughes. I was I was about to say I didn't know he was dead, but yeah, duh, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> Boris Karloff and Jim Morrison are people that they say have um, are haunting this famous hotel. Let's go. Yeah, the Lizard King himself is haunting the chateau. Motherfucker. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, it says on March 5th, 1982, John Belushi was found dead at the age of 33 in Bungalow 3 of Chateau Marmont. He was pronounced dead having overdosed on massive amounts of liquor and cocaine. So it says here, does the ghost of John Belushi reside in Bungalow 3? Um, so since Belushi's death, strange happenings and paranormal activity have increased in Bungalow 3. So the story that you referred to, a family staying in Bungalow 3 in 1999 reported their two-year-old son was laughing and talking to himself several times. How creepy would that be? Mm-hmm. Just sitting there, two-year-olds like laughing, like, what the, what's little Johnny doing? Um, Johnny's not here. Kids, I mean, kids have imaginations. Don't they talk to themselves all the time? Or are they talking to ghosts? But there's also, that young? Sh- there's sh- also, sh- yeah, there's also young kids and dogs are susceptible to seeing, or at pets in general are susceptible yeah. to seeing ghosts. Um, so, I mean, and if that's true, then, yeah, two-year-old kid would be perfect fodder for a ghost to make himself known. Yeah. When the parents asked him who he was talking to, he would say, the funny man. Later, when the boy's mom held up a photo of Belushi to the boy, he replied, the funny man, pointing to it. Oh, okay. Noise. That'd be even creepier. Like, what do you mean, the funny man? Like, he's dead. Like, he's here with us. And that's when we checked out of the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out. Yeah, we got to get out of here. So, um, so the um, so there's other, two other rooms that are, are said to be haunted as well. Room sixty four um, is one of the most famous rooms in the world with a list history, and also where Howard Hughes holed up for several months, spying from his balcony on the pool. Some theories even have um, Evan Peters' American Horror Story character loosely tied to this room. So that's one of the famous rooms supposed to be haunted. And then room seventy nine is said to be the most haunted room of all. Um, staff try to avoid this haunted place, ghostly sightings and activities, moving furniture, visions of ghosts knocking on the door, even a floating head outside the window have been reported. Eh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of scary. Hey, what's going on in there? Can I come in? Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Um, so apparently there's a tidy ghost, Angela Bassett of America. So apparently this is very tied to American Horror Story. I was like, Angela Bassett's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> not, she kidding. comes by and cleans your room. <laughs> Says um, she asked the front desk if someone had cleaned her room in the middle of the night. 
and they responded no. And she told her she left her clothes and jewelry out of sorts before going to bed. But once she awoke, everything had been put away neatly and things were tidy. Or maybe she just woke up in the middle of the night like and sleep cleaned. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she sleepwalks and don't fucking know. Like she's like, funny thing, this happens at my home too. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but if, if if that's all the ghost is gonna do, we need to see if I can bring it home. Because my yeah. house is not tidy. Clean my house, ghost. Yeah. You mean like a one time thing? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Um, a man researching a book for the band The Doors was in a suite in a room that the band had once stayed in the 60s. He awoke to the sounds of a party. Once he opened the window to see where the noises were coming from, he quickly realized the noises were in his room and all around. Oh, God. All around him. He was quite disturbed and left the hotel in the middle of the night. Party pooper. Yeah, that's kind of... Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Would you stay? <laughs> No, I'm just trying to want, like, I'm trying to picture, so what did he hear, music and people laughing and talking? Like, I he, guess it didn't really know. detail it. Probably heard a break on through the other side. I don't know, because, like, <laughs> my thing, it's like, how do you determine, I don't know, I'm just picturing, like, if I hear noises that sound like a party, and at first I'm like, oh, man, there must be something going on. What would make me realize it's in my room? I think I would just chalk it up and be like, ah, oh, someone's being loud, and I would go back to bed. Yeah. I don't know, maybe getting up, looking out his window. I don't know, because like in the 60s, maybe it's a different feel. Yeah, I guess. You know? I mean, I usually know how, like when people are partying, not in my room, I can tell, because it's muffled kind of because of the wall. So I would guess that if he, it would, I don't know how he, why he needed to go to the window to find out, because usually you, if the noise is coming out of your room, it's not muffled like right. that. So you'd think you'd be like, oh, it's in my room. I don't need to get up and look out the window to tell you that. Uh, I don't know. Um Weird. Quite. Just, just weird. So, and the last story, I guess, famous story. One woman reported that someone opened her window and got into bed with her. Are we sure that was a ghost? Yeah, uh, not, someone tells me. <laughs> she was freaking out. It was. You mean he ghosted her after? <laughs> yeah. That was the first ghosting, first yeah. example. <laughs> she was freaking out, but stayed still in bed, hoping that she was unseen. Nothing happened, and after a while, she looked up to see that she had bars on her window. She then noticed nobody was in bed with her. However, the window had definitely been opened. Mm. That smells fishy. Yeah, it did. Oh, uh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I don't know. That sounds that that could have been something else. I feel like that could have gone left. Maybe depends on how it's mm. curved. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what are All y'all right. thoughts on that one? I mean, that's really cool. Good stories. Lots of um, celebrities. And then celebrities that aren't dead. Just their crazy experiences there. I mean, it could be something. Yeah. Definitely could be something. Could I mean, be that'd, be, that'd be cool. The, every time, anytime you bring a kid into the situation, if it's alive or dead, it's just like creepy. Just so creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. I mean, I still freak out now with my kid because we have the um, we have the uh, uh, intercoms, and so he'll be asleep and he'll talk to himself sometimes in the middle of the night. He'll be talking to sleep, and it still freaks me out, wakes me up, and I'm just like, uh, I need to go check on him, see if there's anybody in there. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like that. I don't like it, and it's just it's that kid thing again. Yeah, kids are weird. That's why we use them in horror films. It's true. That's yeah, what, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So let's take a look at the 
Queen Mary, one of the more famous ones. Oh yeah. And Long Beach, LBC. Isn't that where Snoop Dogg's from? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he talks about it in the songs. I don't it, know yeah. if he's actually from there. We'll just say for the podcast's sake, if you're out there snooping, you're not from there, call into the show and correct us. We'd love to hear from you, Snoop. Um, call. We have a phone number? <laughs> we'll give it to him. He <laughs> <laughs> so the Queen Mary is permanently moored in Long Beach and serves as a hotel with a reputation for being haunted. So we should probably preface this by saying the Queen Mary is a boat. It's a, it's a ship. A what? <laughs> I know, right? It's on the water. Uh, and there are said to be vast numbers of spirits haunting the vessel to date back to the time in um, service as a troop transporter, refugee carrier, and a passenger ship. So, you know, like we said, it's a ship. It used to bring people here. It used to um, well, transfer you, troops. So it used to be a, like a cruise ship. Yeah. And then they outfitted it to do, be a troop transporter uh, during, which war was it? Probably World War II, I think. Yeah, one of the war, World Wars. Um so you can obviously imagine um, the amount of history, the amount of emotion and trauma uh, that ship had on it yeah. during its time. A lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so its maiden voyage was in uh, was on May twenty seventh of nineteen uh, thirty six. Departed from Southampton, England. Um, five dining areas and lounges. Sounds really nice. Sounds like people would have had a really good time here. Five dining areas and lounges, two cocktail bars and swimming pools, which I imagine back then was something pretty nice. Um, But since its um, retirement as an active liner in 1967, it has um, served as an attraction in Southern California, hotel, venue for special events. Um, The ship carried about 2.2 million passengers in peacetime and 810,000 thousand military personnel from the second world war um question answered yep um an estimated 50 million people have visited this this ship um so i mean i guess it i don't know that's kind of weird to convert a a ship into a hotel i mean you need ships and so they use that for the military part and then at the end of the day you got this huge ass ship it's got a reputation. You know people want to stay there, so might as well throw that bad boy at dock and just let it go. Yeah. So it's haunted. It's very haunted. Um, they have ghost tours, and there's so many ghosts that um, there's a whole convention of ghost hunters that come there um, in early March each year, it says here. Um, says, you know, when you're even when you aren't looking for them, it feels like there's ghosts around every corner. Um, there's preserved historic spaces that look like they did in 1936 when it made its maiden voyage from England to New York, um, which I think is kind of cool that they that they were able to keep that. So uh, if you're looking for ghosts, you want to look in room B340, which was sealed for 30 years and only recently reopened. They sealed it, damn. Yeah. So it says there are a dozen of... Um, so someone describing their um, their time there... Um, there were a dozen or so of us there, led by three paranormal experts. What was the What was the room again? B three forty. Three forty. Yeah. So they tried to hear voices. They use EVP, which is electronic voice phenomena. Getting into some ghost hunting talk there. Um, that's one of the methods. People and Chris, you can probably talk more about this. People, one of the um, things people use to try to um, are, are they're trying to hear voices, right? When they're using EVP. 
yeah, EVP is a was an electronic voice phenomenon, and uh, yeah. So you would just uh, record basically a, a session, um, and you would just ask questions, and then when you play it back, hopefully you get a response. Um, usually it's very very faint, so you have to actually use recording software to really look into the um, session to really pinpoint it, and then you have to bring it up, bring the level up so you can hear it. Um, it it's more of a, I wouldn't say, it's an older technology. Uh, it's been kind of surpassed by things like um, like the voice boxes and all that stuff that kind of are, whatever it is, talk box. Anyways, it's um, kind of like a radio thing where you can cycle through and you get words and stuff like that. And then there's a little talk box where it actually reads stuff out to you or all that. I, I, I don't really believe those as much. I think the EVP is a little harder to manipulate mm-hmm. than those and all that. But uh same time, uh, I've heard some really convincing stuff off of EVP. So it's it's legit, in my opinion. Um, some of the stuff's just, it's, you know, coincidence would be like, oh, you know, I heard a whisper and it sounded like this, but 50 other people think it sounds like 50 different things. But when it's so precise with a question and you ask it like, hey, what's your name? And it's like, Timmy. And like, it's oh, okay, fuck. <laughs> or um, who are you? I'm that dude standing behind you right now. Oh, you you in that yellow sweater. Like, oh, oh damn God, it. look behind you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when it gets a little re- real. So, so yeah, I don't I don't have anything on that, that room. So, seeing here. So, back in the 60s during one of the final transatlantic cruises, before the ship was docked in Long Beach, a man went crazy and brutally murdered two women. Asshole. Yeah, what the fuck? His crimes were discovered, and he was locked in his third class in th- his third class stateroom, either B two twenty two, B two two twenty four, or B two twenty six. The door was locked, and a guard was posted outside. A little while later, he started pounding on the door, saying someone was there, uh, was in there with him, trying to kill him. The guard ignored him, thinking it was a ruse to escape. After a while, the passenger quieted down, and the guard figured he went to sleep. The next day, when the crew I mean, when the kinda. ship arrived, huh? Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> the next day, when the ship arrived in New York, the crew summoned NYPD detectives, and they went to apprehend the murderer. When they opened the door to the stateroom, they found the man had been ripped apart, and his entrails and limbs spread all over the floor. Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. So this is bite. So you wonder what, like, you sometimes wonder, like, what can a ghost do to me? That? <laughs> Yikes. Um, they said there was no way he could have done it to himself. Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to rip your limbs off. Limbs, plural. Uh, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. I mean, yeah, but once you've ripped both of them off, what else do you do? <laughs> Start gnawing at yourself? We could have asked Rick James. He would have probably known. <laughs> he probably could have figured it out. <laughs> so the cool, I think the coolest part of the, the Queen Mary is just the different um, named ghosts on the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. So the white lady is oh, the... lady in white. Yep. She's the most famous. And actually, what's really been crazy, um, they've caught lots of pictures of her. But the coolest thing I've seen is actually, I think it was an episode of... Um, they were on Unsolved Mysteries. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Okay. This was a... Uh, it wasn't Destination Truth, I don't think. It was the other one he does on the Travel Channel, but Josh Gates. So Josh Gates went out with uh, Grant Wilson, I think his name, from uh, TAPS, um, and a couple other paranormal investigators. And they're there, and they're in the room, because she's at the stage. Like, there's a stage that she used to sing at. And um, they're doing this thing. It's really cool little 
thing you do now where you take light uh, flashlights and you kind of slightly connect them to where they're kind of off. And the whole thing is, uh, if a ghost is there, you can get them to uh, complete the circuit and and actually turn the light on. Hmm. So it's not the current's not strong enough to turn the light on, but when they increase it, it turns on. And so they use that to be, you know, basically ask questions like, yes, two blinks for yes, one blink for no, or yeah, blink it for or turn it on for yes, or leave it off for no, that kind of stuff. And so they're talking to her, and it's working. Like, it's it's doing it. But at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a TV show, so you don't know what's going on exactly if it's happening. Right. Well, another thing they use is a... Um, basically, you know how the uh, Xbox um, um, connect works. Oh, like from Paranormal, whatever? Yeah, so it grids out the room, yeah. right? And, it's, and when it looks at you, it puts, like, points on you. It kind of lays you out like a stick figure. Yeah. So they're doing that in the room, and... For the whole time they're they're looking through it, you see it's just it's just caught on the Josh because Josh is standing or sitting next to the three light um, lights and they're talking to her and saying hey you know turn on the make the left light blink let the right light blink and it's it's doing it. Well, at one point they're like hey can you turn on the I guess like the right light the one that was closest to Josh Gates. At that point, the stick figure that's on Josh disappears because it turns its focus to another area in the room which is right next to him and you see the stick figure reach across josh gates and touch that light Hmm. and it turns on so if you've never seen that you need to watch that video it was really crazy really cool obviously it was a tv show so i can't shadow a doubt saying it, it happened yeah um but it was really really cool if that was true and that's just the white lady. So if you run through everyone, you've got little Jackie that haunts. John Henry haunts the area. Grumpy, or Grumpy the Growling Ghost. Captain Treasure Jones, John Peddler, and Dana. Is that Dana? Dana. Okay. Dana is one of the creepiest. Um, so apparently the legend is that uh, someone murdered a young woman named Dana and her family in room B-474. The killer strangled Dana's little sister and mother on the bed and then shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Dana's spirit can be found lurking with the other ghostly children in the second-class pool and sometimes joins Grumpy and John Henry in the boiler room. So not only are they um, haunting, but they're you know get ganging up on you. Um I mean, there's crazy stories about each one of these people or each one of these ghosts that you're just like, you know, screw this. But the, yeah, the pool is <laughs> extremely haunted. Um, there's been people who see um, ghosts in the pool. Um, apparently, let's see, little Jackie. Um, they don't know exactly what happened. I think it says that um, what they think it was a Jacqueline Torin was five or six when she drowned on the ship's second class pool, which is now the Royal Theater. Visitors report hearing little Jackie splashing, calling for her parents, and even responding to questions when prompted. Some visitors believe that Jackie has a friend, Sarah, who drowned in the same pool in 1949. Hmm. John Henry. Um, Is that like the still driving man? What? Still driving man. <laughs> Henry worked in the boiler room. And that's where they found his remains. Ghost hunters report see, seeing Henry's shadowy figure, eh, shadowy, shadowy figure lurking between green. the I'm drinking <laughs> between the boiler room and the green room. Some even claim to have spoken with Henry, and sometimes audibly responds to questions about beer. 
So I think we should go there and talk to him. Ask him what he thinks about our selection. Yeah. Hey, man, what do you think? I think you're a bunch of bitches. Pretty <laughs> much. Right, cool, bro. Appreciate you. It's Gr- all good. It's all good. Grumpy is apparently the most memorable ghost. Um, the most what? Memorable. <laughs> Grumpy the Growler. Cheers. Yeah, why does he not have... Why can't they give him... Like, what, what's his real name? I don't know. They, they don't know his actual identity. How'd he get on the boat? I mean, I don't know. He uh, said to lurk in the a room below or under the there's stairs near the first class swimming pool, and sometimes he joins John here in the boiler room. Ooh, there's actually audio clips of Grumpy growling. I don't know, man. If you're on a big ass old boat, I'm pretty sure you can hear some weird fucking noises. So, yeah. yeah. Unless this dude's like singing Metallica or something, I, I don't know if I'm <laughs> able to just dis- dis- discern that from a, a weird ship making noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also. I don't trust it when the ghosts don't have names. <laughs> like I really don't because it's there's no there's no legend behind. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's nothing. You're just well, you can have this guy's stage name because he's not this guy Captain Treasure Jones or John Jones. It's the last captain on the Queen Mary. He sailed the ship from sixty five to sixty seven, uh, and captain her final voyage from Southampton to Long Beach. I don't. Did he die? He died at eighty seven in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. But they apparently, uh, he's well. He was well known on the ship for his affinity for cigars, and visitors sometimes still report smelling cigar smoke in the captain's quarters. I mean, I mean, I've heard that before. Like ghosts who, um, their most important or their their most impact in life, like when they even though they didn't die in that area, when they die, they end up haunting that area because that was just such so impactful. Or, yeah. Uh, for them, that's they were drawn to that area. So I mean, there's a chance. That happens. I just I don't buy those as much as you know, traumatic experience that you died and that happened there. And the other one, uh, John Pedler, um, half hatch Harry. Oh God. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So this dude, this is the uh, dwarf thirteen. I've heard about this one. Um, so it was located in the shaft alley, which is this really small area you get to walk through. I mean, it's a boat, like, you right. know, whatever. But, um, he was playing chicken with another crew member. Oh no. And it crushed him. Oh God. Um, so he's known to leave by behind greasy handprints in areas where he roams. He remains one of the ship's most popular attraction for ghost hunters. So those are all the, uh, the major ones that you see, uh, and this is actually uh, Arcadia, Arcadia Publishing and the History Press that ran through some uh, of the legends of the ghost here. So go check this out um, if you want to read more about these people, these particular ghosts. Um, and also check out that uh, really cool video from is it like Expedition something something. It was a travel channel show that Josh Gates did after Destination Truth. Um and he it usually doesn't do anything with ghosts at all. It's just like traveling the world and doing crazy stuff. But he goes back and does the Queen Mary, and he does it with three different paranormal researchers just to check it out because it was it was a it was a episode on afterlife, the afterlife in general. And he goes to like a tribe and learns about how how they look at the afterlife and how they de- determine stuff. And he took like this like their concoction that makes you hallucinate and stuff. And he like puked everywhere. It was pretty great. Anyways. But one of the things he wanted to talk about was the thought of ghosts. And so he went and did this. And, like, I know they went to the engine room because that's supposedly haunted. And they went in the water for some reason. Scuba diving. 
But nothing happened in anything else. But the cool thing was the first part they show, which is them running into the white lady or talking with the white lady. So we could stay there tonight for one eighty. Well, this weekend for one eighty nine. Dude, I'm down, but uh, that's a long, that's way. a long ways. We were probably gonna be doing baby steps for a while, hitting some places in Georgia, and then maybe going out and branching out. You know, but so it's, I'm, it's gonna be rough. Matt, I know you spend time out in California each year. Have you seen the Queen Mary in person? Yeah, uh, the first time I went out there, we went there, and uh, I mean, we didn't go on it, obviously. Um, but yeah, we went to Long Beach, took some photos. Nice. How's it look in person? Um, Massive. Yeah, it's gigantic. Yeah. And it's a big boat. Even to be as old as it is. Mm-hmm. Would you come? How big would you say compared? I know it's, there's a lot of questions, but compared to like a modern day, a, cruise yeah, ship? modern cruise no, ship. it's smaller than that. Uh, from what I remember, I mean, this was. Probably ten years ago when I saw it. Okay. But um, now thinking about being next to a cruise ship and then being next to this, the cruise ship was definitely bigger. Yeah, I mean, and it makes sense. It's older. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty cool. So we can round this out with what might be the most famous haunted um, hotel in all of California, definitely in Los Angeles, um, and that is the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. Yeah, that is you know kind of like the I don't, I don't want to say the holy grail because that just sounds weird when you're talking about hauntings but it is the one that does get brought up a lot um you know right there along kind of with the chateau marmont and one that we did not talk about that we can probably talk about a little bit you know in another episode the hotel del um, coronado but the hollywood roosevelt hotel in los angeles um in addition to having you know famous guests in its heyday um, it's got some famous people haunting it, you know, most notably um, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Mr. President. Well, I want to say that like, the coolest thing about this, when I when I read about it and I watched some documentaries on it, is almost every, I guess you would say, stereotypical haunting mm-hmm. story is represented in this place. Um, and I mean, you'll hear about it more. Mar- Marilyn Monroe does some stuff um that's like straight off like a horror flick um the other other people just they do things that when you when you think hauntings like well, what am i gonna see or what am i gonna feel and it's like i mean these every box is checked on this hotel yeah. it's pretty pretty wild yeah 12 stories high 300 guest rooms 63 suites uh, the premise is haunted by a multitude of ghosts two which are known celebrities so montgomery clift um haunts room 928 and Marilyn Monroe haunted a mirror that was once in her suite. Um, full-length mirror. That would be creepy, man. I would not want to be standing in front of a full-length mm-hmm. mirror and see her uh, as pretty as she was. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to see that. No. Uh, room 213 is is um, reported to be the most haunted room in the entire hotel. Um, so going back to room... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Room 928... Um, this is this is the room that Montgomery Clift haunts. Montgomery Clift was a actor, died kind of young, died at forty five years old. Um, so that's pretty young. Um, this is the room where he stayed when he was making the film From Here to Eternity. Most complaints are about him moving around the room and shifting occupants' luggage. Um, other hotel guests have reported seeing him in the hallway rehearsing his lines for a movie or playing the trumpet. It's kind of noisy. I do want to say there is one more actor ghost there, actress ghost. Uh, Carol Lambert actually haunts it too. Um, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, she's 
fairly big in the... Um, Isn't she in Armageddon? Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, she's been spotted floating around the upper floors. Um, it's pretty interesting. There's two ghosts in the Blossom Room. Um, they don't know who they are. There's the, it's a presence of a tuxedoed man and a presence of a man in a white shirt. It's probably an actor that thought they were famous. Yeah. I mean, and you see them like, you don't know who I am? And then it just makes them haunted even more. <laughs> oh, this is not fair. <laughs> I had a screen test. I was an extra. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I was a stand-in. Um, I think the creepiest ghost there, though, in my opinion, is a little girl named Caroline. Caroline. Um, drowned. Yeah. So she drowned with her little brother or with her brother uh, after their father left her an errand. She makes phone calls from the lobby's main phone. Oh, heck no. Yeah, and mm. haunts the Blossom Ballroom. Um, and apparently people who... People have tried contacting the spirits with the Ouija boards, and apparently those are... Um, it. Nothing turns out well in those situations. I can only imagine. Uh, very frightening experiences. Uh, I know this website, uh, OrdinaryTraveler.com, says, do not mess with these ghosts. <laughs> 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 Straight up, leave you're them alone. gonna have a bad time. See, I want to mess pizza, with these ghosts. Instead of French, no, you French fry instead of pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. You want to go mess with these ghosts? I will mess with these ghosts. <laughs> I will sit there somehow, just sing to Marilyn Monroe, Mr. President. Bruh, I bet she was so just smoking back then. She was thick, dog. She was, yeah, so. She can haunt me anytime. Oh. <laughs> Pop on in my room and say hello. Uh, that's room 1200. So all we got to do is just go to or suite 1200. We go to suite 1200 and look, wait for her to pop herself in the mirror and then offer her a uh, uh, roofie colada. And I'm pretty sure she'll. <laughs> the Glenn Quagmire special. <laughs> she probably has a demon face now. I don't want that. She'll pop out of your, out yeah. of your cake and, and make you cry. Yeah. So, I mean. The Montgomery Cliff thing is interesting because, yeah, they say he plays trumpet. You can hear him running lines in the rooms. They've also said that he'll actually, um, he likes to tap people on their shoulders, too, and, um, you know, just bother you, I guess. I Did know. someone pull the trick where they tap them on the shoulder and they go to the other side and they're like, <gasps> Montgomery Cliff? Yeah. He also watches maids <laughs> in room 928 because he's a pervert. He watches maids? Yeah, hey, I don't understand how, how they know that, like. Hey, I felt someone watching me, or was it like they looked over and he's sitting in the chair? He's like, "No, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Yeah, just, Thank just, you." Yeah, just. Shh, shh, it's like, who are it. you? I'm Montgomery Cliff, but you're dead. Yeah, I'm a ghost. Keep cleaning, though. Keep. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, okay. It's okay. Just initially, I just assume the maid was a wannabe actress, and she made up a story so that she could get attention, and then yeah. she tried to further her career. I can see that. She's like, yeah, Montgomery Cliff. They're like, who was haunting you? I don't, I don't know, some dead dude. Was it Montgomery Cliff? Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that guy. Sounds that good. <laughs> I'll go with that. He was rehearsing his lines and playing trumpet. <laughs> like, word? Yeah, yeah, it happened. The, supposedly there's a um, a headless ghost in room 213. 213? Yeah, a handful of people have reported seeing a headless apparition coming say, towards them. You said oh, 213 is supposed to be the most haunted room, but you skipped yeah. over that. So, yeah, so oh, that, yeah, ghost? so people check out in the middle of the night in that room. Many guests. Yeah. So we need to go there. I uh, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, apparently the television and the sink turn on and off on their own. I told you, man, the place where I work, the bathroom right down the hall from us, it's a, a multi-stall bathroom um in the multi sink. And I was in there one day, um, and as my back I was sitting there using the restroom and the faucet just turned on full blast 
And we know that that building has had apparently two deaths. We know one for certain because it was fairly recent, a suicide. And then we had another one a, a long time ago before that's, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but of someone jumping off the third floor. But yeah, Jeez. we've had, um, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple experiences now. It's pretty crazy. I had one um, this past week, actually. I'd gotten to there early and was using the restroom uh, before I went into my office because I stopped by. And as I was leaving, I heard a uh, whimper, like a young girl whimper. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I, and, it, and it was the worst part about it was the way the bathroom set up is there's a there's a door that goes into the bathroom, and it's a single it's a single like toilet room, right? Okay. So when you go into the the door, shut the door. There's a bathroom stall in that bathroom. Like it shouldn't be there. You shouldn't have a stall because there's just one bathroom. It's one mm-hmm. toilet, but they have it that way. So I'm in the in there with the door shut to the stall, and the whimpering sound like it came right outside the stall, instead of outside the bathroom. It's just outside the stall, on the other side of the stall. Mm. But there's no one in there. Obviously, I locked the door when I walked in. So uh, I know it's an all gender bathroom. So I mean, technically. Uh, Someone could come in, but it was locked, so they couldn't. But yeah, um, things turning on and off on their own. I mean, that's it's interesting. Obviously, I when it happened to me, I got up and went and checked to see. I turned it off, and then I checked to see how easy it was to turn on. And maybe it turned on its own because it was just you know it's very loose. Right. It was not. It it took force to turn it, hmm. and then it wasn't like it just turned a little bit and a little bit came out. Like it, it had turned all the way around to. Blast water out. It was full blast. But that's a little side ghost story for me. Um, so ex- we're booking two fi- thirteen. Right? This is uh, a little out of our price range, fellas. Three hundred eighty nine bucks but to for, get a room for at three the du- Hollywood Roosevelt. Three dudes. That's fine. I have to share a bed with y'all. It ain't the first time. Uh, hey. Not in front of the kids. <laughs> Not my first rodeo. <laughs> Yeah, three hundred eighty nine bucks. Of course, this is this this is for a queen bed room. So that's it. So all three of us have to fit in a queen bed. I'll sleep on the floor. Aww, I mean, come on. Chances are we're not going to stay there the whole night, anyways. Because apparently we're all going to leave when that floating head yeah. popping in there and saying, "What's going on, guys?" Or when um, <laughs> for some reason Montgomery Cliff starts watching us go to the bathroom or something. Well, he's in nine hundred. He's up up seven floors. I mean, that is. <laughs> I feel like he he probably roams. He seems like a guy that just you know. He'll just, just show up. How you doing? Bottle I of champagne. I, mean, I, I want to know more about why people leave in the middle of the night. Was it just because they saw a floating head or was it because... Well, no, they say it was headless. Okay, sorry, headless. Uh, is it because of that or because it was being bad, like it was evil? Like, Because like, if it's just wandering around and running into stuff, I would probably be laughing more than just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like, I'd like really up, would depend on the person. Yeah, I'd pull up the Monty Python song and just play it as it's... <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm like no like like the boink like the little boink. noises. Boink, 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 boink. Yeah. Aw, ghost. <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't give details. I imagine like just people getting scared. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's especially if you ain't ever seen it before and you, you well, freak if you out go into that room not knowing it's haunted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would suck. There's like, oh, where were you we standing at two thirteen? Like, <laughs> good luck. Like, oh, we're passing through. We need somewhere to stay. I think there's two thirteen is the only room we have. That's fine. I'm I, just seeing, ha- I need to sleep. I'm seeing one thing where it says, "Hotel uh, guests. Some of the ghosts haunting the halls were poor when they were alive. 
Um, so the rich people. So are no. So when so they couldn't <laughs> afford to stay at the hotel when they're alive, so they came back to haunt it. I don't know if that means there's even more ghosts than what they talk about, and it's just that, or and I don't know why these hotel guests apparently know this. Like, oh, I, I know, know these people. Poor. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh the, their their clothes aren't nice. Yeah, that guy was actually a. Um, you know, a shoe shiner. So he yeah. didn't make a lot of money. I know this because we were friends. I went, I went and looked at the label in the shirt, and it wasn't Gucci. He well, was poor. Actually, he gave me this statement to read to the press. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say Supreme on it. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme or champion? Didn't say either. This guy was clearly poor. Yes. All right. So is that the last haunting we're going to talk about? Or are we going to go into the Coronado? We can. Uh, we're coming up on the clock. It just it depends. So, okay. We've been at it for about like we like we followed the clock before. But yes, we will. Uh, I think we should. You know, it's not the last time we're going to talk about hotels. Oh no! Or, obviously, we we went California just because we are in Georgia. So, chances of us going to the hotel, especially anytime soon, is slim to none. We did. We wanted to stay in California though because we don't want to touch on hotels closer to us because our, we do have plans in the works to trying to get into some of these hotels closer to actually do a remote session um, and actually do a remote podcast yeah. and then do an investigation and post the investigation on Patreon, maybe a little bit of the investigation on YouTube. Um, just because I mean that's something we want to do and I think it'd be fun for us. It'd be fun for the viewers and the listeners to be able to check us out and watch that kind of stuff. So that's why we, we stay, we stuck with California. Um, but other places, Washington, uh, every state's got a haunted hotel at some point, And a lot of them have more than one. And we'll talk about haunted hotels throughout our podcast life cycle. Um, so yeah, that, I guess that's it for us on hotels. Um, what do y'all think? I mean, I know there's some, uh, kind of nervousness on and on doing stays at hotel haunted hotels i'll um, give it the old college try damn right i like yeah. that Matt? yeah i mean i'll give it a shot in the mouth whoa whoa that's the there's a ghost that probably would like a mm. shot in the mouth uh, or back shots as, as the youth call them nowadays montgomery what back shots is from behind nice jesus thanks ben for our um youth moment yeah uh Sponsored by no one. <laughs> the more you know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I would love to go out to some of these, but uh, say we obviously need more funds. <laughs> hey, if, you, if, if any of our listeners want us to go out to California, then uh, definitely hit us up and subscribe to our Patreon page um, to help us out with that, and we will be more than happy to. We obviously need beer money and uh, travel money and hotel money. Um, to do these kind of things. Um, and hey, any of our California listeners, if we get one of these, we will. if you want to come out, let us know. We have no problem. Or if you have any ideas on topics, anything out in California that we're unaware of, uh, let us know too. And we'd be more, more than happy to talk about it or visit if we can. But with that being said, anything else about the hotels y'all would like to talk about before we get into the um, results of our Beer tasting? I believe I'm hoteled out. Yeah. I feel like... The only tell I want's a hotel. hey Um, I don't know. These ghosts... These hotels ain't all the All these hotels and all these ghosts seem pretty tame. Like, I was a little disappointed. Other than, like, uh, well, that Caroline girl. 
That's creepy as fuck. Sweet Caroline. Um, she ain't sweet, bro. <laughs> well, I don't know. What she, I mean, she could be calling and saying, like, like, hey, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> then you better go and catch it. Or she might just be calling and saying, hey, guys, uh, you need to wake up a little early today because you've got a big day ahead of you. And I believe in you and you're a wonderful person. She's doing wake up calls. Yeah. But at the same time, she could be just breathing heavy into the into the phone. I don't know what she's doing. They don't really go into that. Um, so it depends on what she's saying. Yeah. Words of encouragement. Yeah. That would be awesome. Just like, hey, you're a good person. Rise and, and shine and meet the day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Caroline. You're welcome. I was like, oh, God. God. No, I would not like that voice. No, granted, I don't ever answer the phone in my hotels anyway, so she'd probably just be disappointed trying to haunt me because she'd be like, God, I've been calling that room for, like, for three days now. That dude will not answer for anything. I know he's there. I've seen him walk <laughs> in and out. But I, dude don't ever show up. Don't answer the phone. Nothing. Disappointing. <laughs> she'd be so disappointed. He keeps standing outside the room 1200 saying, Marilyn, just touch me once. Like, I don't understand what he's doing. <laughs> Everyone wants Marilyn. Why don't they want me? I'm a cool ghost. Because you're five. <laughs> I'm a cool ghost, you know? Uh. All right. Mm. Well, with that, um, so what do we think about our um, Something Strange brew? That's what it's called, right? Something Strange? Something Strange. Sweet. Pontoon Brewery, thank you again. This was um, third time, man. Y'all are, y'all are leading the pack. We just keep... Finding you guys, you're the only ones that have anything that has to do with our podcast. So now we're at number three. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm hesitant to make a decision because of the beer we had before it. I think fucked it up for me because like I didn't really like it. All right, but. I think I truly believe it's because of that sour beer before this. I think uh-huh. it really fucked it up. Um, yeah, because as of right now, the the label is definitely way cooler than the taste of the beer. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair. That 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 rap is just amazing, anyways. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it is. That's and I was like, really that's like hoping top five raps for me all I, time. So. I like double IPAs, so I was expecting it to. It just didn't. To me, there was nothing to it, really. But I, I'm a uh, I'll, I'm I'll, saying the the reason for that would be because the beer I had before it. I'll give you. I don't think it. I, I don't think it was amazing by any means. I didn't think anything stood out that just put it above the other double IPAs I've had. I haven't had many, um, but it's something I would drink again. I think it's it's a good quality. I'm 100 percent going to give it another shot. Yeah, Ben, what do you think? Cool label, and it tastes like every other IPA I've had. So. I, Outside of here, I probably wouldn't mm. drink it again. I thought it was uh, it's smooth, mm-hmm. very smooth. So, but yeah, like whoever designed <laughs> the the cover, uh, the wrap or whatever, um, very creative. But all I mean, a lot of theirs have been kind of cool though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I they have a them. good artist. I wonder if they have a brewery we could go and see. Like an actual location we could go in. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. That'd be awesome. That'd be, yeah, that'd be cool just to go in there and, you know, that might be something we can put on Patreon. Like, actually, get to, if we get to talk to the people that make, you know, the beer that we drink on these shows. Well, all right. Um, So, definitely check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Touch by a Podcast or on Twitter at Touch by a Pod. You can email us at 
info or sorry, info at touchbyapodcast.com. There you can, you know, hit us up about any topics you want to hear uh, about or um, let us know what you think about us. Um, that would be wonderful. Good or bad, you do you. I believe in you. I love you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, our website, www.touchbyapodcast.com. Um, we have a Patreon page. Please subscribe. Um, any donation you can you can send will help us greatly. Um, we definitely need beer money, like I said before, and uh, hotel money and travel money because we do want to go do remote sessions and remote podcasts uh, from everything from haunted hotels to um, we'll go hunt Sasquatch. We'll do anything. We yes. ain't afraid. We ain't afraid to do nothing. So we'll go out and we will try to find the truth for you. With that being said, I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Ben. And you've been touched by a podcast. Paranormally not normal. Peace.